Hello to all of you out there. I am Ulrike Seminati, host of the podcast Empowering Female Leaders for Women Who Want to Thrive. Every week you will get new perspectives, exciting insights, and empowering messages of women from all over the globe. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Empowering Female Leaders. I am very pleased to welcome today Maya Miller. Maya is a metabolic health coach and functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. She uses clinical labs to analyze blood, urine, stool, hair, etc. to figure out why her clients feel burned out, exhausted, and sick. She then uses those results to create tailored bio-individual protocols to reverse their symptoms. As the owner of Maya Miller Wellness, a six-figure business, she helps highly productive individuals and ambitious professions transform their bodies from the inside out through her signature programs like the Adrenal Detox, the Inside Out Protocol, and Next Level. Maya, welcome to Empowering Female Leaders. I'm glad to have you here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for our discussion today. Yes, me too, because it is a totally different approach to self-development than what we normally have. And it gives this expression, body-mind connection, a completely new meaning and a completely new depth. So I'm really curious to hear uh, the topic today will be about the number one reason why our body and our business at the same time is failing. Can you give us a bit of an introduction into this topic? Yeah, well, as it turns out, I mean, a lot of the clients that I work with are entrepreneurs. And even if you're not an entrepreneur, I work with a lot of, I call them intrapreneurs, where maybe they're working within somebody else's business. But these are folks that are career-minded. They are action takers. And there's a huge connection between your business, what you do for work, and your body. And what I find is that when my clients don't take care of themselves first, that they put so many other things above themselves, the formula just doesn't work. And it might work temporarily if you put your kids and your work and your husband or your wife or your partner above you. It may work for a little bit of time. It'll get you to a place where you're feeling really burned out and you aren't able to really have the vital reserve and energy to be able to like live a big productive life. And then eventually your business also is impacted by that. So I always like to say that I am number one in my life. And the reason that I am number one in my life is because I love my husband very much. We just had a baby six weeks ago. I love him very much. I love my clients very much. Like I really, truly, deeply care about my clients. And I cannot serve anybody if I am pouring from an empty cup. And so that's kind of the number one thing that I see among the clients that I work with that are really feeling pretty lousy. That sounds like me in my very first two years of starting my business <laughs> because I was actually doing nothing than just working, 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 even over the weekends. I thought I have no time for anything else. I have to put everything into it. I have to commit yeah. to it. And I didn't care at all anymore about my health, nutrition, no working out anymore, nothing like that. And since a while I started 
getting into this balance again. And like miraculously, my business took off right at exactly the same moment. So you give me a good explanation for that. Like intuitively, I had the feeling that this is the reason why. And I was really surprised. So let's come back to a concrete case that you have so that people can really imagine. So you are analyzing different elements of the body and or liquids of the body. Let's call it like that. And out of that, you you can draw a conclusion and you can give them some tips what they can change. How can we imagine that? Is this, this like going to a doctor who tells us what's wrong and then we just eat differently or we just have to go on a cardio machine because our heart is weak and, and that's it? Or how do you combine that with this mental piece at the same time? Yeah, that's a really great question. So I am not a doctor. I do not diagnose and treat diseases specifically. You have to be a medical doctor in order to do that. But the interesting thing is that my clients on average see about 12 doctors before they get to me. And these doctors will either say they won't run labs and just say, oh, this is, you're fine. Uh, you're just a mom. Moms are tired. You're just a, you know, you're an entrepreneur. This is what it's like, you know, because I work a lot with women. I work with men as well, but the majority of the people that I work with are women. So they are firing on all cylinders. They're firing at home. Oftentimes they have families, children, partners, extended family that they're working with. They have a big professional life. And so there's a lot going on. And oftentimes they were kind of like you said, you were going hard for two years. You weren't feeling good. Um, and that impacted your business. And then when you kind of turn things around personally, then all of a sudden your your business turned around. And so that's a very typical use case as far as the sweet spot for the clients that I work with. And so they're they're kind of making all of these decisions that are impacting them biologically. There's an awesome coach, well, Dr. Caroline Miss, she said, your biography becomes your biology. So the things that you've done in your past essentially impact you at a cellular level. And I really, I really believe that. And so even though I'm not a doctor and I don't diagnose diseases specifically or treat diseases specifically, I don't really need to because- 90% of all diseases are environmental. About 10% of all disease is genetic, okay? And even if you have a dirty gene, your genes are not your destiny, right? Your DNA is not your destiny. Your environment can flip those genes off and on. And so I'm working with these clients that environmentally aren't, aren't doing that well. And if I can fix the environment in which they got sick, remove them from the environment that they got sick, then I'm able to reverse their symptoms. And I think that so frequently medical practitioners or wellness coaches or nutritionists or trainers, they guess. And I don't like guessing. I believe, you know, instead of guessing, I like to test. And the reason that I like to test is your metabolism is as unique as your, as your fingerprint. There isn't another one like it in the entire world, right? And so if we've already established that your biography, all of the decisions that you've made in the past impact your biology, then the first thing that I like to do is do a very deep medical intake. And so I will ask, it only takes a couple of that, about two hours, but I'll ask over 400 questions that analyze kind of some of the, the things that you've been exposed to over the course of your entire life so that I can start seeing what systems are offline. Is it neurological? Is it hormonal? Is it blood sugar? And so that really tells me how you're feeling. And in this kind of phase of my four-phase kind of method, 
I call it seen and heard because oftentimes my clients feel like they're unseen and unheard. They've been going to these doctors. The doctors are either running labs and saying labs are normal and fine, or they refuse to run labs at all and say, oh, this is just what it's like being a woman or a mother or an entrepreneur. Then I take a look at, okay, now that I kind of see what systems need help, right? Where you're maybe scoring very low or very high with, with stress or chaos, metabolic chaos, then I can say, okay, well, maybe I want to run a stool test to see what's going on with your microbiome and your gut. And maybe I want to do a urine analysis for hormones and cortisol levels. So I can see if you're in a stage of fight or flight constantly, or maybe you're totally burned out from hormonally. Maybe we take a hair sample and do a mineral analysis because the minerals are literally the spark plugs for your body. Your body does your body just doesn't work without minerals. And so then I, I use this information, right? The labs essentially come back in four to six weeks. And then I spend a significant amount of time with them kind of looking to see, well, okay, now we have proof. This is why we're connecting your lab results to your symptoms. And at the intersection of those two things is a tailored protocol that I use to reverse those symptoms so that you can have the energy and the vitality that you need in order to get through a day of work, in order to get the kids to soccer practice and do all the things that these very high achieving human beings that I work with want to do. So that's kind of what it looks like. Is it about then changing nutrition habits or doing more workout or is it also something on a mental level that you ask them to do or combine certain things? Yeah. So, so the protocol I pull from, you know, a handful of components, the things that we do, right. The actions that we take are kind of around delicious food, rest. Uh, so sleep hygiene is very, very important energy and energy kind of has two components, energy in, how do I recharge? And then how do I expend my energy? So that would be movement and working out and then stress reduction and stress reduction has three components. I think most people think that stress is, oh, I had a stressful day at work or my partner was being a jerk or, you know, the kids didn't do their homework. That is one component of stress. It's called perceived stress or emotional stress. But I really dig into physical stress. So have you had a traumatic birth or have you had any pregnancies, whether they're traumatic or not? Have you been in a car accident? I had a client who was in a car accident and it literally flipped her world upside down. So that's kind of physical stress. And then this massive component is called biochemical stress. Biochemical stress can be drinking alcohol, not getting enough sleep, using over-the-counter drugs like Tylenol, Advil, ibuprofen, those kinds of things, using antibiotics. Do you have a parasitic infection? Do you have an imbalance of some of the bad bacteria in the gut microbiome? So these are all biochemical stressors. So whether it's a physical stressor, a biochemical stressor, or a uh, emotional stressor, your body responds the same way, which is releasing cortisol, which over the long term breaks you down at a cellular level. Over the short term, it's very good. It gives you energy. It gives you the energy that your body needs to run away from the perceived, you know, tiger risk, the danger. But long term, it's very damaging. It's a catabolic hormone. So that's the the first S, stress reduction, and then smart supplementation. I believe that it is impossible to 
be micronutrient sufficient. So your vitamins, minerals, amino acids, essentially essential fatty acids from our diet in the United States because of our food production system and how we eat here and how those you know, plants and animals were raised. And so oftentimes micronutrient deficiency is at the core of, of most illnesses. You can typically, you know, have an illness and I can tell you the 15 micronutrients when they are deficient are typically responsible for kind of triggering that illness. So those are the actions that we take. That's the kind of the toolbox that I use around delicious food, rest, energy, stress reduction, and smart supplementation. But everything that I do is built on a foundation of, of identity work. So looking at the conscious and the subconscious mind, looking at brain structures, where does the conscious mind typically live structurally in the brain? And so this identity work, this is the programming. Who do you need to be in order to do all the things that you need to do in order to get healthy, right? So if I'm, yes, I may change your diet. Yes, I may change your workout plan. Yes, I may give you some supplements to take, right? And all of those things are going to be tailored specifically to you based off of the labs that I, I analyzed. But if you do not have the programming that it takes in order to execute on that, I need to be persistent, consistent, loving, kind. Then you kind of don't have the gas for the car to get you to the final destination, if that makes sense. Yes, I can imagine that even if people know all the skills that they can apply and know exactly how and when they can apply it, they will not do it if they're not in the right state of mind, in the right state of Correct. being, yeah, being yes. and accepting and committing, then I will do that. Yeah. So being committed is typically one of the programs that you need to have in order to eat in a specific way or move your body in a specific way or take your supplements every single day. So to be committed, to be consistent, this is kind of the mind-body connection and none of it works unless you kind of start from there. And I think a lot of coaches and a lot of clients, they just want to know, well, tell me what I need to do. And the reality is, is most people for the most part know what they need to do, Right. Don't eat like crap, move your body occasionally, get some sleep. But what ends up happening is you have this big, complicated, hectic life, and you just don't know how to manage all of these things. And also it's how did your life get so kind of big and complicated and hectic? It's because the programming that you were working with probably wasn't in your best. It wasn't serving you long-term. And so that's kind of the connection, you know, you asked about what do I do? Well, I work with those five tools, right? Delicious food, rest, energy, stress reduction, smart supplementation. But we start with a little bit of like neuroscience and identity work so that you have the tools to be able to execute. Are people having mostly in mind that this is very complex and that they need really a lot of time to change all of that? You know, is it something which takes months? Because it sounds very complete. It sounds like something that is a sustainable approach, but obviously it's not done in a week or two or not even in a month, I guess, because there are so many different levers which you take yeah. into account. Are people overwhelmed by this? How do you bring them through the process step by step? So you bring up a really good point. And humans are hardwired to do two things. One is to seek pleasure. And then the other is to avoid pain. It's really what has perpetuated the human race. 
pleasure, food, alcohol, sex, right? Falling off of a cliff, we're trying to avoid that pain, right? So this is what humanity has been built on is avoiding pain and seeking pleasure. So if I want you to make lifelong changes, who you are being and the things that you're doing in order to have a healthy body and reverse all of those symptoms, I need to make sure that it's pleasurable and then it's also not painful, right? Because there, you're not long-term, we're not going to go against our human nature. It just doesn't work. And so on average, I usually work with people for eight to 12 months is the sweet spot because we go really slow. Because if we are going super fast and you feel really overwhelmed and I'm just yet another stressor, right? So we tend to work together for eight to 12 months, but the first three weeks, the first four weeks, I give you one very simple thing that takes less than an hour per week to implement. My methodology is how do I make this as pleasurable as possible? And how do I make this as painless as possible to work with me? Yeah, that goes along with the model that we only take action when we have the appropriate emotion. And as you say, the emotion we are seeking for is not having pain and having pleasure. And yeah. if we find something in that, then then we do it. Because like you said in the beginning, just because we know what healthy food is or we know that we should work out a bit more regularly or start at least doing that if we don't do it at all, right. we don't do it because we have not found this little nugget of, let's say, pleasure that yeah. continuously brings us there. Not only once or not only for two right. weeks, once. Yeah. So one one example that that comes to mind is a lot of times I'm working with clients that have gained a significant amount of weight and they can't lose it for for a number of reasons. And maybe they were working with a trainer that said, you know, eat less and move more, which is very typical advice. Eat less, move more. Well, <laughs> If you are working with, you know, 50, even 20, 30 pounds extra weight or 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 pounds of extra weight, doing HIIT training or running, that's not going to feel good on your body. It's going to physically hurt because you're carrying around all of this extra weight and emotionally it just doesn't feel good, right? And so one of the first things that I'll do with that type of a client is I'll say, no more HIIT training for you. No more pounding on a treadmill, no more, you know, you know, cardio machines at the gym. What I want you to do is I want you to go for a walk within 30 minutes of sunrise or within 30 minutes of sunset. And now we're doing a couple of things. So we are getting outside and the sunrise and sunset light resets your circadian rhythm, which means you're going to be able to go to bed earlier and not be up all night. And which means you're going to wake up the next day with more energy. You'll have your liver will have completed full detox cycles. Your brain will have, you know, kind of like gone offline a bit and recuperated a bit. And you're also moving your body in a way that isn't like pounding your joints with 50, 60 extra pounds. Right? So this is one very simple, you know, one very simple thing that we're removing the pain of like going to the gym because who really likes that, right? You're getting outside, you're getting fresh air. Sunlight is so important. And so that one little task that I asked you to do, that all of a sudden is very 
manageable. You know, you have some creative one-on-one time where you're not on a device, you're not multitasking, you're just out in, in nature. So that is kind of one concrete example that I can give you of how do we make something pleasurable and then how do we avoid the, the pain aspect. What can people do by themselves? If we have the feeling that ah, something's not quite right here, something is in imbalance, I feel that I have to roam like crazy against the current and nothing's really moving easily right now, then some people might just seek in the mental area, like I have to project myself more into this, more wishful thinking maybe and all of that. What yeah. are other steps that we can do to get more into this balance and more into this body-mind connection? There are some low-hanging fruit. So one of the very first things is eat a high-protein, lower-carb breakfast within 45 minutes to an hour of waking up. And so that already is going to start healing your adrenals. It tells your body that you are safe, you are fed. It gives you the energy that you need in order to kind of get through your morning, get through your day. So that is like the very first thing that I do. That's a very simple thing that, that you can do. The next thing that I have people do, I already kind of talked about it, which is get up, go for a walk within 30 minutes of waking up. So you wake up in the morning, you just throw on your stuff, right? You go for a walk. You come back, you're eating 15 minutes after a after that. So you're kind of hitting those two timeframes. If you can just do those two things, th that is going to give you so much, so much progress. It's going to give you a really solid foundation because if you can't do those two basic things, no amount of supplements and labs are really going to make a difference because we have to work off of a foundation that's very strong. I think it's important to understand that we need to have a differentiated approach because oftentimes we try to find out what is the best thing, the most valuable thing to lose weight. It's HIIT training. If you if you Google it, it's HIIT training, dot, yeah? yeah. Or But like you say, it's about how do you feel about that and connecting to, okay, if I really hate that, it's maybe not doing good to me. Totally. How you feel about, you know, a lot of my clients have punished themselves with working out for the foods that they may have eaten. So they have this very unhealthy relationship of, I ate this, so I need to punish myself with this workout. And a lot of people think like, no pain, no gain. And there's just a lot of very unhealthy philosophies, I think, especially in the fitness world. And so if you hate doing something, stop doing it because that in and of itself is creating cortisol in your body. It's, it's a stressor, right? You need to be doing things that like fill you up that you have something that you can like really look forward to. And the reality is, is if you are doing the wrong workout for based off of where your body is, where your metabolism is right now, it may actually have you gain weight. I have clients that said, you know, I'm working out four days a week and I gained weight, <laughs> right? The exact opposite of what they're trying to do. So everybody needs to understand that eat less, work more doesn't work for most people after they get to a certain stage of like metabolic chaos. It just doesn't work because there's hormones and other things, gut things that are at play that are preventing you from losing weight. Would you say that a good approach could be that it's about really listening to ourselves and 
kind of self-evaluating. And if you feel your stress level is high with how you're living right now, how you're eating, how you're moving or not moving, how you're working and all of that, then trying to correct here and there and just try things out, starting with the walk, but just maybe also not doing other things anymore, which provide more pain than pleasure, for example. Yeah, you know, that is if you are able to tune into that inner voice, because oftentimes the reason that clients work with me, right, is because they can't even hear that inner voice anymore. And so that's where I think working with a coach is very helpful. You know, there's this new movement called intuitive eating movement that's out there. And that's great when your all of your systems are are online, right? Intuitive eating does not work for almost all of my clients because they don't have hunger cues anymore. So they've been listening to their hunger cues, which are non-existent, which means that they don't eat until sometimes two or three o'clock in the afternoon. So if you were to you know listen to your intuition for intuitive eating, that's not going to work for most of my clients. And so, yes, try to tune in, right? But oftentimes my clients have so much going on in their world that they can't hear that whisper of, I don't like this workout, or I don't like spending time with this person, or I don't love my job anymore and I need to find something else. And so that's where I think, you know, if you are struggling with something, like if you had a heart murmur, nobody would say, go ahead and do heart surgery on your own, right? Same thing with health and wellness or mental health, right? If you are having anxiety or depression, which by the way, are often tied to gut dysfunction. So talk to a therapist, talk to somebody that can analyze whether or not is your, you know, 90% of your serotonin is produced in your gut. Okay. Well, if you're having gut issues, you're not producing serotonin, right? So work with a professional that has the tools to be able to, you know, test, not guess, figure out, okay, here's all your symptoms, do the labs, connect symptoms to the labs, and then create something that's tailored and very, very specific to you because you are literally like a snowflake. Like there isn't another, there are no two snowflakes that are alike, right? So I think that is very important. You can listen to that inner voice, but sometimes you're so far down this road that that's not productive anymore. And that's where you need some help. And we all deserve to feel good in our lives and to achieve what you want to achieve while feeling good at the same time. Absolutely. And you can't pour from an empty cup, right? You get one body and this is the body that we sail through life you know, on. And <clears throat> you're not going to get to your final destination if the hull of your ship is rusty, you have no motor, there are no sails, <laughs> right? You're not going to get very far. So I think it's really important to kind of bring it back to kind of what we started at the beginning, which is you need to put yourself first because when you put your own oxygen mask on first, right, the plane is going down, then you're able to help your kids and your partner and a friend that's sitting in the same row, right? Exactly. Thank you, Maya, for these great insights. It was very inspiring for me too, to see it from that perspective. It's, it's oh, thank you. There's a lot, a lot, a lot to learn, I think, in this area. Very interesting. Where can people find you? Do you want to get in touch? If they just go to mayamiller.com, so it's Maya with a J, um, M-A-J-A-M-I-L-L-E-R.com, you can set up a call with me. And there's a quick little application, and then we can find some time to chat. Okay, perfect, Maya. Thank you very much for all these insights. 
And I wish you all the best. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This was another episode of Empowering Female Leaders. What are the questions and topics in female leadership that you are interested in? Let me know in the comments on YouTube and Instagram or join our LinkedIn group. I'm excited to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe for new talks with inspiring women from all around the globe. Thank you for listening.